Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Um, this morning, I want to share another um, insight out of uh, Dane Ortland's book, Gentle and Lowly. I have mentioned it a couple of weeks ago as something that actually one of my um, uh, one of my therapists gave me as a gift for Christmas, and and actually it's been recommended by a couple different people. Um, but it's just really been a significant journey for me uh, working through this this book. And actually, the this particular um, time was chapter five, where it says uh, the title of the chapter is "He Can Deal Gently," and he's uh, Ortland is using this. Um, Actually, the passage he's using is Hebrews 5, 2. He, Jesus, can deal gently with the ignorant and the wayward. And it just really struck me as I read through this and kind of sat with it and just kind of sensed in my life what, how the Lord relates to me, how the Lord sees me. And I've mentioned this before uh, in um, um, Surrender to Love by David Benner, he talks in the first chapter about when you think of how God sees you, what do you, what comes to mind? And from doing this, working through the reading this chapter and kind of working through it some in my journaling and just thinking about it and mulling it over and actually talking to some different people about it, uh, talking to one of my pastors actually about it uh, yesterday, just really struck me that... Um, um, and, and this is a comment that Orland makes in page 53. He says, um, uh, Jesus does not throw his hands up in the air when he engages sinners. He is calm, tender, soothing, restrained. He deals with us gently. But this idea that he deals with us, both the ignorant and the wayward, meaning ignorant being, you know, kind of those sins. I don't, I don't know that these sins exist in my life much, but accidental sins are sins that aren't, that I'm not like maliciously, deliberately intending. And the other type of sin, this idea of uh, wayward or misguided, or I would even say deliberate sin. Um, and kind of the, the point that Ortland addresses here is that regardless of what kind of sins, whether my sin is heinous or whether my sin is, you know, quote, not that big a deal, which I don't know that that, again, not that big a deal really is a correct way of looking at sin. Uh, but um, he says, um, Ortland says this, what elicits tenderness from Jesus is not the severity of the sin, but whether the sinner comes to him. And it just really struck me, you know, again, Jesus in Matthew 11, and this is what I was talking to one of my pastors about yesterday, is where Jesus says, come to me, all you are weary heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my load is light. And just this idea of how Jesus deals with us gently. And... Um, Again, I, I don't know what the sins are in your life or what you're struggling with, but just this idea that the Lord comes to us in, in gentleness to correct us, to discipline us, to uh, give, show us um, not just the way, but give us the power to live the way out. That it's not something he just says, okay, you do this and now you just need to you just need to um, be more disciplined, or you need to try harder, or you need to white knuckle it as a phrase that we use. And 
And I think just this idea again that when I, that the key is me coming to him and saying, Lord, uh, I'm broken. I need help. Lord, I've messed up again. Lord, I've, I've um, chosen a path that I know is not the path I should have chosen. Lord, I've thought thoughts that I shouldn't be thinking. I've, I've acted on, I've fantasized, I've acted on these, these things that I know that are against you and against what you design and desire for me. And, and the, the big comfort for me is that, you know, because of the gospel, because of the forgiveness and the righteousness of Christ that's been given to us, that that when God as a believer when I come when when I come to God or God comes to me and invites me to follow him invites me to continue to follow he isn't harsh he isn't um he isn't shaming us like I I have a personal belief that really shame does not is not a, a healthy motivation and it's certainly not something that comes from God conviction does I believe but but shame this identity, I'm a bad person, or you know, I'm I'm messed up. Uh, actually, the identity that I carry, that we carry in Christ, is that I am, uh, I am His beloved Son, and when He loves me, when He disciplines me, He's demonstrating His love because He doesn't, you know, a father needs to discipline a mother or a parent needs to discipline their children, not because their children are bugging them, but because it's not healthy for the child to live in the pattern of defiance or maybe sulky moods or what, whatever it is uh, that needs to be corrected. But I'm, so in our small group uh, that Emily and I are part of, um, Dick Wallace um, uh, has us every year pick a word. Last year, my word was consistency. This year, I really struggled with a word, but actually when I read this chapter, it became very clear that my word um this year is gentleness, not just, I think, twofold. I will experience the gentleness of God, but I will impart gentleness to others that are wayward, others that are struggling. And again, part of my role as a counselor sometimes is to listen to people's um, sin, to listen to the things that have messed with their lives, that have corrupted their lives. And the Lord has really imparted on me that one of the things I need to continue to entrust is that He'll give me the ability to be gentle with people and caring and loving. Not There are times that I need to be firm. I need to say, hey, dude, living this way is leading to destruction, leading to chaos in your life. Like, you need to change. But but with that is not just you need to suck it up and do it different, but you need to entrust yourself for God's strength and God's power and God's transformation. That change comes from the inside out. It's not just reforming your behavior but it's expecting and anticipating and, and letting God's spirit and God's truth and, and relationships with others be the sharpening uh, of my life to, to conform me to not just good behavior, but to experience transformation of my heart so that I'll be more conformed to the image of Christ. And anyway, so that's my thought for today, just this idea of um, experiencing God's gentleness and living out of it.